these bottoms that were so cute. Those are quite like the leopard ones. Yeah, yeah, they're cute. Well, we're going now, just singing the praises of the Slunk's bikinis. <laughs> <laughs> Slunkinis, big fan. Big Slunkinis. fan. That's a good name too. I know. Yeah, it's perfect. I love it. What are you playing, Meg? Do you have like a brand? I don't really have a brand. I just kind of had you and a Edward bunch of had, uh, Adidas. We bunch had some of Adidas, Adidas stuff because I got it from it clean. USA. Yeah, Looks good. And she had it, and we were just trying to match colors, honestly. Yeah. But it, yeah, turned out pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I like the suits. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. Nice. Yeah. And you guys played pretty well in them. Yeah, yeah, they're comfortable. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> She's so good with the flow. She's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you it's seem fine. super stressed about everything, right? <laughs> super Suits tense. are down here. Yeah. <laughs> I could care less. Yeah, I mean, you've hit this season, like, running. I mean, you went Thank from you. USC. You guys play so much volleyball. Yeah. In college, and then you're just like, all right, after graduation, let's uh, let's go to Turkey. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's come right back. I know. Like, are you? Is that hard to like continue playing like right after? Because there's got to be some a little bit of burnout, especially when you go as late in the college season as you guys did. Yeah, I think it's like it's so different. Like the college season is like more team oriented, and it's kind of like totally different than it's like more solo, individual, like just you and your pair. So I feel like. I was like excited for the summer because it was like something different and it didn't feel like it was like, you know, the same thing, like same practices. It's like everything was different. So I haven't felt like that burnout. Like I took a couple of days off just to rest like the body. But yeah. other than that, like the travel has been fun and just, yeah, like it being so different. I feel like it wasn't like, oh, I got to keep going. Like this never ends. It's more like excited for the next chapter. New chapter. Same yeah. Thing. So it's yeah. like a total complete shift. It is. Yeah. From like, college to right. professional. From a team, like a whole team to just like you and your coach and then your partner. And so, yeah. And then like new balls and new tournaments and yeah. new people you're playing. So it's all like very fresh. So it was kind of exciting to like go into that. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people, I mean, it's hard just like shifting just in, in the travel from, yeah. Like going to golf shorts. Did you even go back, or did you just like get it? Like I went back. From I went back. Shorts? Came here. Trained like, I think we had like three days of practice okay. together, and then <laughs> went to Turkey. <laughs> and I was like, all right, just I need to rep out with this Mikasa ball, and they're like, okay, and then we we were off. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy too. Like in season, because we, I mean, you knew you were gonna play with them for a while. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, I remember you coming to Hermosa a couple times to. To practice and stuff? Yeah. How often, when season got into, like, the thick of it for USC, were you able to practice with her very much? Or did you kind of just take a much time off and then yeah. just, you know? Yeah, like, in the fall, I would try to, like, go out one day a week with her in the morning when I, like, didn't have class. Mm -hmm. And then, but it was just once a week just to, you know, like, get touches, like, work on our system. Yeah. And then, but, yeah, like, in season, it was very little, especially because of all the games and yeah. the travel. So, like, yeah, I would say April to May and maybe even a little bit of March we we didn't practice so it's kind of like relearning our system and like me getting back into the swing of like how she plays mm -hmm. versus like my partner at USC so it was yeah it was fun but um it was good to get a couple days together before we left mm -hmm. yeah it's gotta be pretty helpful that you're playing with someone who's like such a veteran exactly too, in stock yeah. and I mean she's traveled the world yeah she's had to play as many international events as any American in the last quad I mean because yeah. her and Kelly they hit the road so hard oh yeah trying to get into Tokyo so she she knows what she's dude, doing I, she I, I, I called her the other day because uh, Jen Snyder's like dude because I'm have no idea how to travel or what flights to book and so I literally called M and she's so sweet and willing to help right yeah I called her and I was like so should I get like a United member, whatever right. mile number for Star Alliance? She was telling me about the Star Alliance and all these things. You know, she's like, well, Delta's better. I'm, you know, I want to be with Delta. Like, it was just cool that like I could pick up the phone and call her because she is such a veteran and has yeah. so much experience. Like, and I'm, I'm not even her partner, but she was so willing to help me and because it's such a yeah process. So that's really cool. Yeah, she she definitely knows her way around all the airports and she's got lounge access yeah. and like she's that's got clutch. all the yeah. yeah she's got all the miles and like yeah the credit card and mm -hmm. the yeah so it's it's super nice to kind of like follow her lead and like learn from her like you said yeah. like learning learning how to book flights and hotels and who to reach <laughs> out to and all that Meg just booked our whole turkey trip and I was like wow okay travel travel agent I didn't do anything I was like perfect she's like we got the flight book to the hotels this much we got transportation from the hotel and the whatever I'm like perfect okay all right how old are you 20 I did not do that myself. I was help from Emily and then my parents. <laughs> but yes, well, I learned a little bit. Credit. I learned a little bit just of take it. Take credit. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But yeah. 
And it's super yeah. cool that you're getting it so early, like yeah. all this experience. Because by the time you get out of college, like you're going to be the veteran. You're going to be like, yeah, I've been doing this for four years. Yeah. <laughs> we'll nice. see. Yeah, it's nice to it's it's really nice to learn from her and like on the court and off, like we said with the travel and all that. But um, yeah, it's like a very it was very different going from USC, and I like was playing with the senior and Sammy and. Like, I learned a lot from her, too, and, like, leadership-wise. And then, so, yeah, like, switching to Emily. She's also kind of, like, the leader of our team. So just, like, yeah, just soaking it all up as much as I can. Yeah. Yeah. And Emily is playing, I think, the best volleyball that I've ever so seen her good. play. She is so playing good. phenomenal. She really is, yeah. Yeah, when I was watching you guys in Turkey, I was like, holy cow, she's hitting, like, 650. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. I think, yeah, getting digs and transition, it's, like, so helpful. I don't have to do much. <laughs> <laughs> no. But she she gushed about you in the preseason because I was asking about how it has been, like, working with you, like, on the couple opportunities that you had to practice with her and then jet yeah. over to USC and do whatever else you had to do. She's yeah. like, her ball control is ridiculous, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so well, thank you. <laughs> you also make her life a little bit easier. <laughs> and she you. So she's stoked on playing with you as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. She's a really great partner and yeah, really really technically sound too and like she's worked with Scott, our coach for a while, and so she's kind of already got all of that set and all the technique and the arm swing that he does and all the specifics and I'm still trying to learn it, so it's really helpful to hear her take on it too. And like two different voices kind of like sometimes it's just like one cue you need to just mm-hmm. make that switch. So, it's been really helpful and I feel like She's helped me grow as much as Scott has. So, yeah. Yeah. How is it having, uh, so you have like a platoon of coaches at USC. You got mm-hmm. Dane, Gustavo, and who's your volunteer this year? Laurel, Laurel. Weaver. And Laurel Weaver. Yep. And then, uh, and then you have Scott. Yeah. And so, like, I know that all of them are great coaches, but every coach has, like, their own little philosophies and stuff. So yeah. do you, like, kind of pick and choose? Or, like, when you're at USC, you're like, all right, Dane, I'll do all your stuff. And yeah. You Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, like, I think with, like, when I was doing, like, the once a week things with Scott and Emily, like, I would try to focus on, like, one thing that he was wanting me to work on that day, Scott was. And then I would kind of go back to USC and be like, I'm going to try to work on it here um, and then if, yeah, Dane or Gustavo had something else, like, or they wanted us to run a different offense or something like that, I would obviously make the switch. But, um, I think like just hearing like all the, all the stuff from great coaches is always helpful and kind of like, yeah, just seeing like what works best for me. And I'm still like learning what works best for me with blocking and arm swing and serving mm-hmm. and all that. So I just, I, I think it helps just to be able to hear a bunch of different stuff and kind of like work on all of it and see what turns out best and I think all three coaches have given me stuff that I've taken and like keep using now so I think it's great yeah yeah you're getting some good information yeah some good good people some great coaches yeah Yeah, seriously it's cool to see just the group that you've been able to surround yourself with I mean your coach won an Olympic gold medal yeah and then you have Emily Stockman who like qualified for the Olympics points wise like her and Kelly were number seven in the world and right. didn't make it in because the country quota. Right. And then you got Scott, who's coaching like 95% of the beach volleyball players in California. Right. It seems like. Right. So it's cool just to see this like little group you have around you. Yeah. You can see like why your learning curve is just like through the roof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm very lucky. Like I, I worked with Scott a little bit like before I even came to USC. Um, Mike Playcheck from Wave like was like, hey, if we're up in Hermosa, like I know Scott, like you should connect with him, just see what you think of him. And and uh, yeah, he like I did a private with him, and I loved it. And so it was kind of cool. I think that's kind of how Emily and I got connected too, like because um, she was working with Scott a little bit before she went with Kelly and um, Evie. So she worked with him, and then we kind of like were together at some practices. And um, yeah, she we kind of thought we would try it out. And so it was yeah, it's just really cool to have such a great group behind me and supporting me and um, making and it Chris. a lot easier. And Chris. Chris. Chris oh, is Chris amazing. Yeah. yeah, he went to Turkey with us, and apparently it was his first trip, like, to Europe. and uh, Really? To coach, yeah. And uh, I think I think the first trip to Europe in general, but also, like, coaching, and he, he was so into it and so helpful and, yeah, like, warmed us up for every game, He's even when we were playing Therese and Sarah, yeah. and it was just, like, yeah, he was awesome, so helpful, and just, like, Brings a lot of energy. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's a fun crew. He's, he's yeah, he's good he's, people. Yeah, he's so nice. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. How did uh, how did you and Emily even end up becoming partners? Yeah, I think uh, there was a four star in Brazil, like the last four star, and we it was kind of like through Scott. I think he was like, hey, like 
um, think about who you might want to ask to play in this four-star if you can. And I got the okay from Dane because it was still in the fall. Um, and we were planning on doing it. Um, and then she had some personal stuff, and I think she had, like, some wedding that she was going to, and so she said she couldn't go, so I ended up doing it with Kim Heldreth. But that was kind of, like, where we, we were practicing together for a bit, and it was feeling pretty good, and we were planning to go, but then it didn't work out. So then after that, she kind of officially asked if we wanted to, like, try to be partners for the summer and um, and see how it goes for the kind of the year, and I was like, yeah, definitely. So that was kind of it. Um, but, yeah, we were planning to do that that last four-star event, and then that's kind of how it started, and then we were like, yeah, let's go for it. Gotcha. Yeah. You and Kim did pretty well. And yeah. that, that French team that you guys lost to, they've, like, made they've a pretty a good better. rise. Yeah, yeah, I saw them in mm-hmm. Turkey. I was like, oh, man, they are, they are really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a fun tournament, and it was cool to, like, kind of be at the last four-star before they switched everything yeah. over, too. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Had you seen, obviously you'd seen that level on the AVP, but was that like your first like kind of big international event? Yeah, I would say so. I did a two-star um, like earlier in the fall, and it was also pretty, there was a lot of good teams there too because I think, yeah, like there were less tournaments, right? So people were kind of trying to just play as much as they could. But yeah, that was definitely the most high level. Yeah, and you did that, uh, that was in Brno? Yeah. With Sarah Hughes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, and so yeah, we that was fun, and and then, um, but yeah, it was it was a lot of good competition. Like the Germans team that won, Ostrovo was in it, and like the Czech team that's doing pretty well. So yeah, it was good competition. Kind of like opened the my eyes to it, and how different it is from yeah. who I was playing in the AVP in college. So, but it was exciting. So yeah, yeah, is uh, like how much different is is the talent that like you're seeing on a court too? In college, and you played court two, court one all of last year with Tina. Mm-hmm. Um, how different is that from what you'd see on the AVP? Because at this point, like half the AVP is either in college or fresh out of college. I know. It's got to be like the best preparation possible. Yeah. I think it's great, honestly, especially with the AVP because it's the same ball we're playing with. Um, yeah. Same kind of, uh, I'd just say like, I don't know, like the American style is different than obviously like all the other countries' styles. So just like, yeah, and then some college players are yeah, like you said, on the AVP, making runs, and so it's, it's. I think it prepared me really well, um, and, like, it's always fun to play so many different teams in college. You get to play, like, so many different pairs, whereas AVP, it's kind of like you start to play similar people mm-hmm. over and over again, so just playing different people and having to make new strategies and, and um, talk with your coach and fix things and switch things, and so I think it just, it prepares but college players really well for the AVP, and I think that's why there's so many people qualifying and uh, doing really well in them. Yeah, yeah, mm. it's pretty crazy to see. And then Kristen Taren just like running the table right now, and uh, your mom, yeah. like, geez, Louise, like you guys went from like like Europe to the United States to Europe, to the United States back to Europe, they go and still just like just, winning, just making deep dominating. runs. I'm like, just, my goodness yeah. gracious, yeah. no jet lag effect. <laughs> <I know. laughs> they're just killing it. <laughs> no, I don't. They're like robots. Like, yeah. I don't understand. How does that? Look? I'm like, how are you not tired? <laughs> How do you know? No jet lag. Just go qualify. Beat some really freaking good teams in pool. You're like, okay. Just whatever. waiting. Waiting. Just, to, just another day. Yeah, just yeah. another day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I don't understand. It's amazing. It's so it's impressive. So I'm like, it are really they is. even human? I don't. I don't. It's yeah. You know, it's 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 like, they're, our competition. Right. But it's also like, they're so sweet and they're doing so well. It's like you got you want to root for the young people, but it's also like frick. Right. Like, gosh, I wish I was, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's such a weird dynamic, this sport, because they are so sweet, and they're they're just so talented. So yeah. It's very impressive. Yeah, it is. It's really funny, because I'm writing, I'm commentating and writing kind of on your model, and so we have, like, yeah. on-site reporters, Latvian reporters who are doing interviews with the players. Right. And there's, like, a little language barrier, so they can't ask them, like, the most in-depth questions, but yeah. they asked Kristen Tan, they're like, oh, like, what is your favorite beach to play beach volleyball? And Kristen was like, well, we're 3-0, and so right here. I was like, well, if that's your standard, then everywhere is your favorite. Exactly. <laughs> Kristen. Exactly. Yeah, anywhere you play well, everywhere. <laughs> yeah. That's that's amazing. Oh, it's man. cool to see the talent that's coming out, though. Yeah. And I was actually, so I had Mark Burek and Brandon Joyner mm. on the show last nice. night. And, oh, they're uh, so awesome. And just trying to stack up, because the schedule in July, like through pretty much October, is just madness. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking about it, like, do you think, how do you think, like, today's college teams, like your USC, would be against the Kelly Clays, Syracuse era of USC? I don't know. It, it, <laughs> sometimes we, like, ask, or ask ourselves that, and... And it's, I think, like, our team, at least this year, was just so deep. deep. Like, our fives yeah. pair would, like, 
play against our ones pair and it would always be a good game, you know, yeah. vice versa. And, um, and I don't, I know like Kelly and Sarah were literally untouchable when they played, but I think with the depth and like with the three out of five teams needing to win, like yeah. it'll, it would be interesting to see because I do think they would probably win. But then like, you know, as you go down the list, I wonder if our fives team was better than the fives team at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I don't know. But I think all the college teams are getting so much better. Yeah. Like every yeah. like every team in Gulf Shores, pretty much, it was <clears throat> you had to bring your A game, yeah. and even in that round of sixteen, like there were some brutal brutal games that went to the <laughs> last minute. Lost. Right, UCLA, Steps and almost did it again. FSU, <laughs> FSU, like almost yeah. lost to Cal Poly. It was just like yeah. you had to bring your game, and yeah. it was yeah, it's it's gonna get even more intense as teams get better. So. We're going to pause here for a quick break to give a shout out to our sponsors. And Try and I are so stoked to partner up with Athletic Greens. Now, I traveled more than 82,000 miles last year playing beach volleyball, and Try put us well over the 100,000 mile mark for the whole Sandcast family, and neither of us got sick a single time. All right, we were competing and traveling from February through November. And not one of us so much as sneezed. And obviously there are a lot of factors in that. But the biggest common denominator that we both swear by, that we start our day with every single day, is Athletic Greens. It is our one-stop shop vitamin supplement that we bring on the road everywhere. And it is so delicious. All right, a lot of the green supplements I've taken, it tastes like you've basically taken a fistful of dirt and earth put it in a blender, mix it up, and then you just chugged it down. This is not the case with Athletic Greens. It is delicious and it is packed with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. It is delicious and it works. All right, I swear, last year was the healthiest I have ever been. I give enormous credit to Athletic Greens for that. And my partner, Adam Roberts, he actually started getting sold on Athletic Greens, so much so that he actually started getting it for his parents. Uh, We cannot recommend it enough. It's a great price, honestly. It's less than three bucks a day, which if you are taking multiple supplements, you're gonna be paying more than three bucks a day anyway, so you might as well just get the one-stop shop for all your nutritional needs with Athletic Greens. That's actually how the company was founded. So the founder was spending over a 100 bucks a day in vitamin supplements, and he decided to just found his own. And now we're on the, the 51st or 52nd iteration of Athletic Greens, and it is so good. And it is beloved by athletes and high performers everywhere. It, I, I actually was uh, led to Athletic Greens by t- the Tim Ferriss podcast. And then Joe Rogan also has it on his podcast. And between those two, you have 90% of the high performers in the world. And now they're here on Sandcast, keeping the boys healthy. Uh, so right now, for you, it's it's not just for athletes. It is for everyday people, okay? And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free, and I'm going to say it again, a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free, again, free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sandcast. All right, that is athleticgreens.com slash sandcast to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, we are fired up on this partnership. We only work with partners that we absolutely love and Athletic Greens is one of them. Cannot recommend it enough. This podcast is also brought to you by, as always, our good friends at Wilson Volleyball. They make the absolute best balls in the game, hands down, no question. And guess what? We're going to be using a lot of Wilson Volleyballs this year because if you have not seen the AVP schedule, it is packed. Whether it's AVP America or just the AVP, which has the most events since 2008, 2009, I believe, we got 16 AVPs, 16. And then we have another probably dozen or so AVP next, and AVP America is just full, and we are just going to be playing with Wilson Volleyballs from now until November, guys. So get some Wilson Volleyballs. You can get 20% off using our discount code SANDCAST-20. 
All right, that is Sandcast-20 to get 20% off all Wilson products. So if you need a bag, if you need a cart, if you need balls, I recommend the balls and the bags. They make great bags too. Go to wilsonvolleyball.com and use our discount code Sandcast-20. And let's see you guys on the beach. With season coming up, Try and I have started releasing a weekly newsletter, the Beach Volleyball Digest, which is just curating all of the top beach volleyball news from around the world. We got Volleyball World, the McKibbins are doing stuff, Volleyball Magazine's putting out stuff. I just started writing for AVP America. Kim Smith over at AVP is putting out a lot of content, and we are basically just taking all of that and putting it into one big email newsletter. So if you ever miss any news, we got you covered. So if you want to get on that newsletter, head over to sandcastvolleyball.com, and on the sidebar, there's an easy sign-up form. We would love to have you join. The newsletter it's not just sandcast news it is literally all the beach news snow volleyball grass volleyball whatever's happening in the world of volleyball we got you covered so head over to sandcastvolleyball.com to get your beach news today I, yeah i don't know yeah. yeah and you got two more years yeah i can't believe that <laughs> it's so crazy <laughs> i was like i asked on. her yesterday i'm like so you're a junior now she's like yeah i'm like gosh it's just ridiculous <laughs> Are you still, are you 20 or 19? I'm 19. That is insane, <laughs> Megan. <laughs> oh my gosh. I thought you were 20. When 20 in 20? September. So. Oh yeah, you are September. That's yeah, right. I'm young for my grade. Yep. That's why. Yep. So. It's nuts. And I mean, you were what? You and Delaney were like 17 when you made the AVP quarterfinals? She might have been 17. I might have been 16. Like turning 17. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was so fun for like me to watch that whole tournament in general because the women's field was like just went haywire. Yeah, so it was like you guys were in the quarters. Zana and Chrissy were like Q forty seven, made it to the semis. semis and yep, it was nuts. Like, what was that stage like for you at that point? Because now, obviously, you've been on you know kind of that kind of stage yeah. many many times. But at the moment, like that was sort of your first like big time definitely that was the first time I think I played on like stadium court with a lot of people watching and it was um it was really cool because it was in Hermosa so kind of close to where we live like we're from San Diego so it was close and and just had a lot of people there supporting and it was it was kind of like the it was I would say it was a tournament that was like oh I want to do this like this is really fun I want to do this and try to play professional after college and and hopefully I can, you know, be in that spot again and, and play in front of all these people and all the crowd. And just, like, it was really cool because Hermosa is such a great, like, beach volleyball town, mm-hmm. too, and everyone loves it. So it was, yeah, it was, like, kind of just, like, a little spark that was, like, all right, I want to be back here and I want to play the AVPs and I want to try to go pro. And it was, it was just, like, kind of an inspiration, especially, I think that was the year... Was that like when there were some Olympic teams going off to try to like qualify mm-hmm. and stuff? So it was like cool to, you know, watch them do their stuff in the FIVB. So it was just like a great summer for volleyball. And it was, uh, we got we got lucky with the wild card bid. We didn't have to qualify for that one. So we love those. Yeah, love it. <laughs> love and, a good wild card. Uh, yeah, so it was, it was awesome. But yeah, I, I would say it's kind of like the spark. And it was definitely my first big tournament like that. Yeah. How'd you get the wild card? It was through like a tournament series, kind of. We won, um, I forget what it was, AVP America, I think, tournaments. And it, was it there was that, that series? It was like in Carlsbad yes. a lot. Okay. Yeah, we and won like. I got the same, I got the same one. Yeah, okay, yeah, that was the one. It was, we barely, like, for us to have gotten it, we, we didn't even know it was a thing until like after we. We got first in the tournament, and because we beat a team in pool that had it to get had to get ninth or lower, that's like how we got above. So and it was we're like very post. You're like, oh my gosh, we qualified. Yeah, I was like, because we didn't know, and then suddenly they were like, you should check the points and see like where you guys are. And so it was really, it was like all very surprising because we were expecting to go and try to qualify and yeah. like the qualifier. So it was super nice. And now yeah. you're 19 and a main draw player. Consistently. <laughs> <laughs> it's very impressive. It is cool. Do you ever like take stock and be like, this is the life I'm living right now. This is kind of crazy. It is crazy. Sometimes, yeah, I'm like, wow, I'm very, very lucky. And, and, uh, yeah, like from the college season to winning it with that team and then coming here and, and, um, playing with Emily and yeah, like being in the main draw, it's just super, super nice. And, um, yeah, very lucky. (laughs) Are you allowed to take prize money with the NIL thing? I can. Yeah. I, 
it doesn't like the NIL is more like sponsorships and you can get money for sponsorships as long as you post and return or do something for them. But yeah, you can take prize money as long as you keep track of it, like on a spreadsheet. So I have a spreadsheet and then you have to keep track of your expenses. Okay. So you can only take up to your, your expenses expenses have to be more. Yep. Or like, yeah, equal. Um, but I think it should be all right with plane tickets and all that. I don't yeah. think I'm making Yeah, our than... flight to Turkey. Right, right, exactly. And the mm-hmm. most we can make is 500. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, there we go. we're doing good. In the negative. Yeah. I remember when Sarah Hughes and I think when Sarah and Kelly, I think they made the finals in New York one year out of the qualifier when they were in college. Oh, and yeah. And Sarah just bought like 10 pairs of Oakleys. Yep. That's kind of like what you have to do, honestly. Yeah. Because you have to use it by the end of the calendar year. So okay. if I am somehow above, like I would, yeah, have to go buy swimsuits or something and say yeah. it's for. Swim- it's not the hey, worst thing. Yeah. Swimsuits. Oh, right. I need some swimsuits. Just start like the black market for slunks. Yeah. Swimsuits. Just like buy them and then sell them at 20% Slunkies. off. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> Have you, like, dipped into the NIL waters? Do you have any sponsors? Um, KVA Sports? KVA is, like, my agency. So they've helped me get, like, a couple small things. Um, Suja Juice. I have just, like, a kind of like a one-time deal with them. But they send me some juice every month, and it's awesome. And then um, I just have to do a couple posts for them. And then uh, Beach Bum Sports, it's, like, this environmentally friendly like they make hats and sunglasses and water bottles, so kind of have a deal with them as well. Um, yeah, that's, that's it. Nice. Yeah, Delaney, my Delaney, not yeah. your Delaney. <laughs> she is like addicted to those sujas. Oh, they're so Loves good. Them. She yeah. has our like fridge is just like nothing but sujas. <laughs> it's, it's so hilarious. good. They're so yeah. They have like I've some like fizzy them. one. Oh, I'll bring you some. Yeah, they're I'd so love good. To try it. I'd love to try it. We should have had them on the pod. I know. Should have asked you that before yeah. we came on. Could have given her some love. Dang it. Well. I'll Here bring some next time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we mentioned that like Hermosa was the spark, that professional beach volleyball was kind of what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Before then, you were obviously a very talented volleyball player, so I'm assuming that you grew up playing. Was it in your head that you, that was something that you might want to do, or were you just playing because like, you were a kid, that's what you did? I think, yeah, I think it was in my head for what I wanted to do, but I didn't honestly, like know if it was going to be indoor or beach like I didn't know in the because I stopped playing club indoor when I was 15 so um like back then I was like oh you know I could play indoor I really like it and then when I switched to beach it was I loved I liked it way more than indoor and so I still played some high school indoor and that was fun but yeah I think the beach and once I started getting good and I got like recruited I was like okay this is more of a possibility like um and then yeah just like the AVP that kind of was like, okay, like it's possible and it's really fun and I think I want to do it after college. So I would say, yeah, I, it was been in my head for a while, but that was probably around like 16 or 17 was when I mm-hmm. Because yeah, you decided it. pretty early. I feel like, like, I mean, we're not that far apart in age, yeah. but for me, it's like I played both for so long, right. but I feel like you were like the pioneer of all the girls that decided early on, like I'm going to stick with beach or right. I'm going to stick with indoor because you stopped playing... You played indoor high school your through senior year. Yep. But then yep. when did you quit club? My sophomore year. Yeah, which yeah. was like that was kind of when people yeah. started quitting. People started doing one it or the other, want, yeah. and they started going because school stopped offering both. Right. So they started quitting earlier um, and just committing to one or the other. Age like people and, my yeah. age and the year below played both, both. for yeah. you know pretty much the whole time and into college. And the, you, you and Delaney, like I mean, at least in our region, we're like. The, the first group to just dial it in on one or the other, which was really cool to see. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was definitely a kind of like a decision to make cause it was, I wasn't committed yet when I went beach only. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, well, we'll see what happens. And, um, I, I'm really glad I picked beach. I, I do love indoor, but I, I love the beach. I was going to say, more. do you miss indoor? I, I don't miss it as much as like, I think Delaney really misses it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And she, cause she was such a good indoor player and mm-hmm. like really good teammate on yeah. indoor and beach, but especially indoor. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't miss it as much, but I, I still, it was like high school was really fun. It's hard to miss it when you're doing so well <laughs> at the beach. Like, whatever. I was libero indoor, so it wasn't that much fun. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was like the tallest until ever. until my until high school junior year, and then I switched to opposite. Okay, 
But yeah. That skill set probably helped you so much though. Just oh, with I ball yeah. control and with everything. Yeah, with or and so I was in ball control. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I'm. I probably pass. I mean, like yeah. When our hitters were doing hitting lines and practice and all that, I was just passing serves That's over awesome. and over again from the like machine that you'd put a ball mm-hmm. in and they could make the speed more. So yeah, off at, or uh, serve receive and defense. I feel like being a libero definitely helped that and like kind of like just my read on the ball yeah. and I know serve receive is like so tough to learn so I'm really glad I learned it kind of in the beginning and wasn't like a hitter that had to learn it it was kind of like the other way around yeah yeah so you've just been like groomed to be this just all-around volleyball machine <laughs> libero you split blocked it turned Tina, out right? good <laughs> yeah I did I was, I was short back then I didn't grow until like junior year so it was I couldn't I couldn't be a hitter back yeah then. yeah that's so I think it's so valuable to grow up on the shorter side and you learn like all the sort of small people skills yeah. just like the hand-eye coordination and yeah. the deft touch and everything and then when you get tall you have that skill set and then you just also have height you just, right you just have yeah. The offense. Yeah. yeah yeah i think it was really helpful and definitely helped with yeah like split blocking but also just i feel comfortable passing on the beach and it's like a nice feeling to to have not having to like keep learning it and rubbing it out it's almost second nature yeah yeah that's how i graduated high school at uh five foot ten Nice. And then, like, by winter break in my freshman year, I was 6'4". So I was just, like, a gangly <laughs> mess a of yeah. limbs for, for, like, a year. Yeah. And I was oh like, oh, gosh. this is great. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm kind of a power forward size point guard. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> you can jump, you jump higher and you're taller. It's perfect. Yeah. Did you wish that you grew a little bit earlier, though? Were you like, man, that would have been really useful? Were you pretty happy with it? I was pretty happy with it. I didn't yeah. have to save my knees from jumping in indoor yeah. for a couple That's years. true. Save the shoulder. Yep. Yeah. I was happy passing and having my... Worked <laughs> <laughs> out my, I was supposed yeah. to. You guys can do all that <laughs> You stuff. guys can get the kills. I'll just make sure That's I get so you a pass. so funny. I was trying to remember. I was like, why don't I remember Meg playing libero? Because we went to the same high school. But we yes. only crossed over for my fifth year at UCLA. Right? Yes. So I was like, so I was like, I know I played against Meg in college, but I, I don't remember her being on my team for high school. No, yeah, you were, yeah, you were a senior when I was about to come in, or you were graduating. I was like, so I was like, I feel like Meg. Did you were you on varsity your freshman year? No, I was on freshman, and then that's when they kind of were like, you should hit, and I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I think I hit on freshman, and that's honestly might have been where I started to kind of like learn, and then I think it translated onto the beach because I never really learned to hit in indoor, and then. And then sophomore year, I was varsity, but behind like Jaden Whitmarsh and um, who else? Alexis Philippone. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I was behind them. Team. Our team Jeez. was so good. They yeah. Won state. Team, your senior year, Our you won state. Our senior year right? team won state. But yeah, there were so many legends like you and Riley, Riley Bushler and, and yeah. uh, Savannah, Savannah Rennie. Rennie. Yeah, just like so many good players. Well, you guys Maddie went to the same high school? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but we didn't we cross over. It. We missed it by a year. Okay. Because I only, well, I was just saying, I just, I was trying to figure out, I was like, wait, I played against Meg in college, but yeah. not with her in high school because yeah. I okay. played, I played against her my fifth year. Got okay. it. So there is an age gap. But yeah, Man, more than I thought. Loaded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Tori Pines, it was like a powerhouse volleyball, for indoor volleyball. Yeah. I yeah. see yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get no, it. Now. We had some, we had some talent. Like I remember my senior year, we had Eight girls graduate, and all eight were committed to like D one schools, which oh, yeah. was crazy. Jeez, yeah. It, you know you're kind of a badass school when people who don't start are getting into D one schools. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That's amazing. how. Yeah, our team was deep. Well, we had so many girls that were so flexible. Like we had a lot. Like our whole front row, besides you know, because I played. I started playing outside when I was. Uh, sophomore, I think, because that's when I think. Yeah, Brendan Dean was like, "You're hitting." I yeah. was like, "Okay." Um, <laughs> But we had the right sides and the middles for my, I think, sophomore through senior year. It was like Savannah Rennie, and right. she was like, it was her and this other girl that they could play right side, but then they could also go in the middle and then run slides. So, like, our right sides and our middles were constantly switching, switching. and changing, <laughs> and it was just the, cra- I mean, it was the craziest thing. Yeah, That's pretty cool. Yeah, we had our program. That program is really awesome and Brennan I mean Brennan, Brennan and the yeah. coach that he brings in and the culture that he has and it goes to Wave which is the same club we played at was so successful as well and yeah. so yeah. um so many amazing coaches there as well so many amazing players there's two there's two big programs out in San Diego it's Wave and Coast and both are awesome and um 
but yeah, I mean, I had such great experiences at, at both, and yeah. so yeah. I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't remember. I'm like, was May on my team? I was like, May was on my team. Nah, we missed it by That's a year. So funny, Bummer. you're such a baby. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I would have loved to be on the same so team fun. as you and Delaney. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Were the bleachers of your guys' matches just, you could just see like, oh, there's UCLA, there's USC, there's Florida State, just like lined with college you know coaches. It's weird in high, at least for me in high school, we didn't get like recruits. They came yeah. to watch all the club events. Okay. Like, yeah, I remember they, like playing club tournaments and like JOs and stuff, it was packed. But in high school, it was just, our student section's called the chaos. And it was okay. like Chaotic. chaos. <laughs> like really? they, yeah. Especially against our LCC, which is where Chase went, our rival high school. Okay. Um, the games were crazy. I mean, at least, I don't remember, I don't know how it was for you guys, but when when I played, it was like oh yeah, high school volleyball was like the peak of my volleyball because I just I just loved you know now at AVP <laughs> we get fans and stuff, but like all through college you don't get fans and at UCLA you yeah. only got fans for indoor when it was like big at games and, yeah um and against like SC and stuff right. or if we would go play Nebraska or something that was yeah. crazy or Hawaii. But our student section at Torrey Pines was just ridiculous, probably because yeah. we were so good. Yeah, but everyone just. You know, it was it was most of it was the football team. Like they'd come watch us play, and then we'd go out and watch them play right, right. after. Like it was it was yeah, that's it fun. was really really fun because they were really good too. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing as pure as high school sports. Oh no, it's the best. Yeah. Like of all the sports I've covered, I just think high school football. There's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. It's just a different environment. Yeah. yeah, it's so fun and pure. It is. That's <laughs> a good way to put it. Yeah, it's a very good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Well, now here we are. Just you're just traveling the world, playing professionally. <laughs> past, <laughs> just move past high school. When did competing international start to like get in your mind as something you want to do? I would say probably when I I like got second in the trials with Maya Harvey in 2018, and we qualified for the U19 World Champs in China. Okay. So we went there, and then. We got we got ninth, so but it was kind of like the first time that I was like exposed to different countries playing volleyball, and I'm like, wow, everyone's good, and like this yeah. is so this is so cool. So then uh, I would say that was kind of like what was like, oh, that would be really cool to go travel, and because the travel was so fun, you travel with like your little group, like another we traveled with Lindsay and Devin, mm-hmm. um, who play at UCLA, and then two guys teams. Um, so yeah, that was really fun, and then so that was kind of what started it. Yeah. You know? I think that's uh that was I think Kelly Clay's first kind of real beach volleyball experience. Yeah, and I think they were in either Portugal or Cyprus. She's like on stadium court and she just looked around and she was like, Okay, I'm done with indoor. Yeah. She like yeah. called Anna the that's moment she awesome. got back. It was like, Anna, I'm coming. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was so much fun. Like then they had like a big stadium and it felt like real and it didn't feel like it was like a kid's tournament. It felt like it was a real tournament and mm-hmm. then um, so being able to like go back last year at the same tournament, U19 yeah. tournament, was really fun. That was in Thailand? Yeah. Nice. Well, there's yeah. such a difference, too, between you as a U19 player playing in a CBVA or an AAU tournament here in Hermosa right. versus going internationally. Like how you can't even compare the experiences. I mean, it's just yeah. who could not want to do that? Like right. it's the coolest exactly. thing. Because, I mean, this is cool. I mean, I remember I used to play in all those – yeah, in the Cal ones, Cup yeah. and all, and that's so fun. But then you go, like, I went to China, too, and seeing the fans and everyone there. And, like, I still follow all those different players from different countries on Instagram, right. and they comment on my stories, and it's, all it's like, a, such a cool community. So yeah. it's the international experience is really special. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, meeting the, like, kind of kids your age is, like, very refreshing, and you're like, oh, they're doing the same thing I'm doing, and... We're all like going for the same goal, mm-hmm. and then like kind of being able to like look up at the pros and be like, "That's where we all are trying to be mm-hmm. and trying to get to." It's, and we're kind of just doing it at a lower level, but we're all getting to meet each other and play mm-hmm. against each other and learn really from each cool. other. It's yeah, it's really, it's really cool. cool. And what's crazy is that you know you say we're all going to do it at a little bit lower of a level, but I mean that tournament, I'm trying to think age wise, was Duda in one of those Probably. U19s? She was in she's Duda? Won, she's won it. Duda yeah. and Patricia were in my U21 okay. thing. Yeah, they won it. I yeah. think Tina said she played Duda in a U19 tournament and lost her. And I think that was the one <laughs> that Duda won. <laughs> I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's definitely bringing up de- definitely bringing up people from it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think Duda's the best player in the world right now. When April's not playing, I think it goes to Duda. She's um, dominant. And it's crazy because, like, you guys have been playing against her since you were kids. I mean, you still are kind of a kid. <laughs> I mean, that was a compliment. She's still a teenager. <laughs> yeah, you played against her. That's crazy. Still a teenager. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I know, like, I know that Stockman wants to make another run uh, for the Olympics. Yeah. Is that possible, just, like, schedule-wise? 
for, I mean, I know that with the way that the events are right now, like you guys can kind of load up in the mid and late summer. Yeah. But would you have to like talk to Dane and be like, hey man, I might have to skip one or two. Yeah. Yeah. I think if it's, it's kind of like, we're going to see how this year goes. Like, um, the fall, I'm going to try to play in as much as I can, um, cause we don't have competition, go back for the spring and then compete with USC. And then after that kind of see like where we are compared to other U.S. teams. And if we're in a decent spot to, you know, like we're, we're kind of close, we can make a run, then I would probably take like a gap year or something just okay. so mm-hmm. I wouldn't have to juggle school and then like being with the team and missing right. all the team stuff. And, um, but if, yeah, well, so we'll kind of see what happens, but it's kind of all, um, yeah, one, one tournament at a time and yeah. just see yeah. where we go. But Hey guys, how's it going? Wanted to take a quick second here to let you know about an awesome product that we discovered this offseason. It is called Eversun Lighting. Eversun Lighting is an extremely portable and versatile lighting system built for outdoor after dark activities such as beach volleyball. We used it in the McKibben format this year, had an amazing night match, which you probably saw on YouTube. The company is expanding quickly. They're on their third production model, and that unit is called the Apollo. That's the one you're going to want to get your hands on. It is made up of two LED lights, 100% lithium-ion battery-powered, 18,000 total lumens, and if you're going to carry it around, it's about the size of a snowboard case. Weighs 35 pounds. Light head detaches from the telescopic mass, which goes from 5 feet all the way up to 20 feet high. That mast is ultra light and ultra strong, made of carbon fiber. If you get two of these lights, they can light up a beach court easily. You get four of them, it's gonna be like a professional match. You also can swap out the batteries. Each battery will last about five hours. So these are extremely versatile. The Apollo units are currently being sold on pre-order because of there was so much success in the McKibben Foreman. Special pricing for pre-order and the early bird special goes through April 30th. You're going to want to go to eversunlighting.com and use discount code SANDCAST for your 10% off these lights. You will not regret it. Again, use discount code SANDCAST and you can have some of the best night matches of your life. It's all very exciting, and, and Dane is really supportive. He's yeah. so understanding. I remember it with Tina, he, yeah. too. I mean, he's been so understanding. When, yeah. he, when you're in a good position internationally, I feel like he's so good about allowing you guys to go pursue that. The one month that would be tricky for you is I think it's October where there's all those challengers, which yeah. would be really a great opportunity for you guys, too. You know, I'm sure you'll go to the ones in Portugal and Morocco in, right. in July, maybe, but like at least for me, I was thinking do those and then try and get into the ones in October, and then if you crush it like turn and Kristen are you only need to do a couple yeah then you're into the you elite 16 them, right. the elite 16 qualifiers in I think it's November December I think that's when they are yeah so I mean if you guys can do that and be in a good position then you know I don't know when the events would start because the qualification for the Olympics starts in 2023 right September it'll start the clock because so the FIVB calendar it's funky so like the events in mid to late September will technically be the 2023 season. Okay. And so, like, Try and Trevor, they won the very first event of the Tokyo qualification mm-hmm. period, which was in the fall of, like, 2018. Weird. Weird. I think, because that was technically 2019. Yeah. Um, and because you only get, like, half of 2024, because mm-hmm. the Olympics are in the summer. Yeah, so the summer. Yeah. They give you a year and a half qualification yeah. period. So yeah. I think, like, all those challengers, like... Uh, Egypt, I think, will probably be an Olympic qualifier. Uh, Australia, Australia, Australia in November, <laughs> yeah. I think, will probably all count for Olympic qualification. Right. So, And those are the best ones to play because by October, November, everyone's, like, pretty burnt. And those events are, like, tend to Very be on important. the weaker side. Yeah. 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 I mean, as you saw in Brazil, I mean, that field was relative to a four-star. Right. Like, a, lo- a little bit weaker. So those mm-hmm. are the ones. It's kind of cool that you yeah. can play in the fall because those yeah. are the ones you want to take advantage of. Yeah, exactly. Just and stay healthy and make right. it try and push through the whole season. Right. But I feel like since it's the fall, I feel like Dane would understand that for yeah. you. And yeah. then hopefully yeah, he, you go. If you, could ba- if you can manage with school, then I feel like that's... Right. Yeah, um, he's been super supportive and, and um, like, the compliance director and our uh, academic advisor and all that, they... They kind of know and like they're willing to help and it's it's been awesome yeah that's yeah. great is it just so cool for you to even be thinking that you're having a conversation about going for the olympic games and you're 19 and in college yeah it's, it's <laughs> like sometimes i'm like this 
I'm like, no way, you know, yeah. and it's, it's obviously really hard to do because there's so many good U.S. teams and so many mm-hmm. really good teams out there and competing and um, every, everyone's like getting so much better, I feel like. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's very tough, but it's, it's cool just to kind of like say it out loud and, and just like put full faith in it, honestly. And just, yeah. I mean, it's worth a shot. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But it's, it's just really cool to like have a team that's like, yeah, let's do it. And yeah. Um, and all the support that I've had and that are supporting me and just giving it my best shot and seeing what happens. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. in such a good position with the team that you're in too with M who has so much experience and then Scott, he knows so much about the systems and the right. points and everything you need to do and he's been there and done that. So you're in such a good spot to just hop on board and yep. just ride the wave and exactly. and see where it goes. Exactly, yeah. yeah they're, it's awesome. Yeah, he's, he's definitely very organized with all of it, and Emily, yeah, knows the deal and knows what it kind of takes and what we need to do, and, and I'm just kind of trying to just get better on the volleyball court and, like, just let whatever happens, happens, and, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. It's very exciting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's cool that you can be like, you know, if it, if it doesn't happen in 2024, I, you know, got five more quads in <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What are you most excited for about this summer? Which event or? Mm. We might, like, we're kind of on the bubble for Stad right now, and, and I've always, like, every time I've watched that tournament on, yeah. on uh, like, whatever, Volleyball World or YouTube or whatever, I've always been like, oh, I just want to play there so bad. Yeah. So if we could even go and play one game, and even if we lost, it would be so cool because that's, like, kind of been on my bucket list for where I want to go. Yeah. And so... We'll see what happens, but I, I'm hopefully we make it in, and that would be just a really cool trip, honestly. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Have you guys kind of mapped out what the focus you'd want to be for this year? Whether because there's a lot of conflict between ABP and volleyball world. Well, yeah. maybe not. I mean, after Stad, I feel like after Stad, kind it's of pretty, a, a pretty good break yeah. from international. Uh, yeah, Hermosa's over Stad, so we would prioritize Stad if we got in. But then, yeah, I think we're going to try to do the ABPs if we can, and and they're feeling good um, from travel and stuff like that. But I think. I think Fort Lauderdale and Atlanta are kind of like back to back, right? So we were thinking, yeah, do one of those or maybe both and just like stay over there and train. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. But AVPs are so fun and it's like yeah. nice to see familiar faces and just hang out with everybody. Um, so, yeah, but the priority is like the getting points and the challengers and trying to get into the elite qualifiers and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's been funny to see like how many teams are signed up for both, mm-hmm. and, and then people make the last. Yeah, and then decision. so like Muskegon, there's going to be like six or seven teams that might come in out of that Muskegon because I think a lot of teams that get into Stad will probably go because yeah. it's the last conflict. But it's been hilarious because all those teams that signed up for both, so Phil and John Sutton don't even have enough points to get in anymore, yeah. oh even, though, even though Phil won the last two. Oh so Phil's going to play with Casey again, I think. Well, that's the tough part. Is like. You know, someone on the bubble, like me and Tony were still on the bubble for New Orleans. And yeah. if they pulled from the entry list after all those teams dropped, we would have been in at, like, number 10 or something. Yeah. But but it's because but they're it's signed because up. Because they all last. sign up. And it's, you're like, frick, why are you guys signing up? You know you're going to Stoddard. You know you're going here. But, like, I thought Kelly and Betsy would for sure go. Right. Um to that event during New Orleans, and they didn't. So yeah. it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, maybe they don't know. Like, yeah. I feel like Shad's one where you most people will because it's such a cool place. But yeah. you know, I, I get it. It's it was so. It's, but it's all these people on the bubble just have to just kind of wait and see. wait yeah. and see. But you know, then you got to book both because you don't know what's that's true. What's gonna happen? That's true. I think that's one of the changes that the AVP. Uh, it would be nice to see them make is to keep the reserve list. Until like for teams that pull out of say Stadt, then someone can uh, get uh, get bumped into the reserve list for for main draw in Hermosa. So it's not just like this crazy mess. I sent oh, I sent them an email before San Antonio. <laughs> I was like, why do you put more teams in the qualifier? Like why? I just didn't I, I just didn't understand because they they almost took they took seven teams from San Antonio. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because Haley was playing with M Day and her and Carly did right. so well. Right. They took seven teams and they they almost would have taken eight if Kern and Sarah qualified for that Elite Sixteen. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, they, but it's but then it goes based on entry points going in. So so teams with low points are screwed regardless. Like right. Deanna Even and Allie Wheeler are such a good team, but any every other team right. had more points than them. Like Gebhard and, and Kaylee York. Right. Megan before she's like we just have to get to the quarterfinals because yeah. we have more points than this other team. Like, if they made it to the quarterfinals and then Carly and Haley made it, they were in. So yeah. it's like, 
Wow. So it, it was a lot less stress going to the event. Me and Tony had to win like two matches, less games, right? <laughs> yeah, like because right. we knew we were the two seed going in. So us and then Molly and Jess were like, we're in either if we just make the quarters. So that's it's less stressful. But I my my email to the AVP was like, we have to spend all this extra money to go to this event, and then you right. know. I was able to book straight to New Orleans because I knew even if I didn't qualify for some reason, I could still go stay with Evan's family and right. s- support him. But there were teams that couldn't book until after San Antonio. And then, then you're booking after. on Memorial Day weekend. It's almost as oh, expensive man. as a as an international, international trip. Flight. So I sent the whole thing and their oh. response was it was an, it was a good response, but I just hope that, that that is one adjustment they make is they just start they pull I agree. They do four teams for every qualifier and then they pull up from the reserve. Just so people can save save some money and you know my other argument was like I'm going to all these events so early in the season when I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping to play through December mm-hmm. like how am I you know and all these extra events are just they just you know right. it's wear and tear so yeah that's that was my one thing but yeah and I'm I think sure. I mean everything's so new like both with Volleyball World and the AVP that exactly. I think you know when people are getting like so angry like I can't believe they're making yeah. us do this and all this stuff I'm like well just give them a minute give like, them some time that's what they said they're like the keep keep bringing this information to us because we're all we're learning too we want to get in contact with volleyball world and see if there's less conflicts next season as well because it'd be great if everyone could just do everything there's always going to be conflicts but they're like we want to get you know more in touch with them so we can hopefully eliminate you know this the issue issue. at hand just with the with the conflict so yeah it was a great it was a great response i was a bit pissed for a little bit but then they (laughs) send a nice response back i'm like i wrote Fair enough. Thanks for your email. Yeah. I, it makes sense. Yeah. So. And you ended up doing great in San Antonio, career high in New Orleans. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Not bad. And we'll, we'll see what happens after that. <laughs> I mean, we don't know. A lot up in the air. Main draw for Hermosa, though. Yeah. Yeah. You can check Good AVP stuff. America for that. <laughs> I'm not disclosing the information. Well, this won't be up for another two weeks, so <laughs> it'll, it'll be way out by then. <laughs> exactly. Oh, but, uh, like, have you mapped out? what your goals for the season are like kind of where you and M want to be kind of by year end. Yeah. I think we actually like had a meeting about it last week, kind of, um, prioritizing the tournaments that like would increase our points. So right now I'm like this future that I'm going to, the future tournament that I'm going to do savvy is like, if we do better than a fifth, like my points go up. So it's kind of like helping just like trying to get the most points that we can as a team and she's doing Worlds with Emily Day, which is great because Worlds is so many points. Yeah. So if they perform well, which I think they will, that helps her, which helps us. So it's, it's, it's all kind of um, not a point game, but like also trying to play the best competition we can. So going to those elite 16 qualifiers, and even if we go 0-1, like it's, it's worth the experience and it's worth the, the learning experience for that. So I think that's kind of where we're at, just trying to – break into that qualifier for the elite is our goal probably before the end of the year and we'll see we'll see what happens because I know there's so many so many different teams winning different events like no one's really I would say dominating right now I mean there's a bunch of different teams doing really well but um so it's it's exciting because there's still a bunch of open open uh tournaments that different teams are taking advantage of so yeah just trying to break into that if we can and um just trying to keep playing good volleyball, I would say. But, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Did I hear you guys are playing an event mm-hmm. together? Yeah. Sweet. Tur- turkey Futures. Turkey Futures. Okay, that's the turkey. Mm-hmm. I was like, what are you talking about fucking turkey? Like, she, you just got back. She's going back. She's going, <laughs> she's going back. She can't stay away. <laughs> so, yeah, we leave um, June, June 13th. So, I think we, we'll have okay. training next week, um, which works out great for me personally and, you know, my situation with Tony. So, we can – I can focus yeah. on this and then, you know, when – when Emma gets back, we'll train for Hermosa and stuff. And um, but it's exciting. Like we can just dial it in for a week. And we we practiced together yesterday, and it was like it's just so, so easy fun. with her. Yeah. Like she's yeah. just so easygoing. And I, I could set her at the fifteen foot line. She's like, great set. <laughs> I'm like dude, like she's just so talented and so easy to play with. And as a partner, it just it helps so much being being comfortable with yeah, you. And so it's so like. We and we had a good run last year, so we'll go. And at least for me too, I only have those two Norsegas, so like I'm sure if we get, right. you know, I'm sure we'll do well. And 
I think I think we're in the main draw, so that eliminates yeah, any sort main, of qualifier nice, weird yeah. stuff. And love that. that go, changes everything. Changes, about everything. Everything. Ooh, changes the mindset. There, honestly, man. yeah, <laughs> it's so different. So it different. Does. So different. So yeah, we'll go there. Hopefully, it's do exciting. well, and then it's like Hermosa, and and then July. You know, we're off. July yeah. is crazy, crazy for I'm sure for everyone. That's mm-hmm. kind of you know wanting to do the challengers and we'll go to the pro series and make some money and stuff. And August will be great. Make some money in those. Um, Gold Series ABP yeah. events and yeah. go from there. But yeah, I'm really excited to play. Oh, I'm really excited to play with her and and do that and run it back from last year. Yeah, yeah I'm excited. Yeah. I know. How many finishes do you have? You got uh, Turkey, which is a good one. Yeah. What else do you have on the ledger right now? I have Turkey. I have um, I have one from. I have like a hundred points, I think, from Worlds U19. Championship. Yeah, U19. Okay. Um, and then I think I have another. A hundred from, might be Berno, Czech Republic. Okay, and then Man, you only got a hundred points for that. Yeah, Damn. we got we got ninth, so it wasn't yeah. it wasn't, and it was a two star. And then, okay. um, uh, Brazil, I think the four star. Okay, got got a few points just for being in the qualifier. Got it. Yeah. Would you guys? I mean, I feel like does it make a ton of sense to play one, not a one star futures instead of if you got are you signed up for Espino, the challenger? I'm signed up. Uh, yes, we are. Okay. But we're, so I'm going to um, Turkey with Savvy, and then Emily and I are going to meet in Poland for that Futures event. Oh, right after. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see, because it, it helps just, it helps me. Um, and if we win, I think she would only go down like 20 points, maybe. Okay. And then um, she's pretty set with like some high finishes that she's had. And then World uh, Champs will be World good. Champs is huge for her. So that's kind of the plan right now. And then Stad will see what, where we go. But, and then if we can do somewhat well in that, we should be pretty set. And then we'll see where we fall. Yeah. The, yeah. Now, you're saying all this like you've been doing this for 15 literally. years. You're like, <laughs> literally. Yeah, we're going to go to Turkey, and then I'm just going to meet her out in Poland, and then we'll come back, and then we're going to go to Portugal, and then uh, we'll see, you know, about Stad, and we'll see where we are. I'm like, are you? have you always been like this cool with everything? Yes. <laughs> I mean... I'm learning a lot from Scott and Emily and kind of just trying to make sure I got all the right information. Yeah, yeah so. she sent me my flight info back. She's like, yeah, so you're going to, we'll go out to Turkey together and then we'll, you'll like, you know, we'll go from Izmir to Istanbul and then I'll go to Poland and then you'll just fly back on your 13-hour flight to LAX by yourself. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so nervous about myself. Big girl time. And she's talking about it like, oh, whatever, you know, travel the world. Our flight from, like when we when we go back to LAX or when you go back to LAX, mm-hmm. but we're going from Izmir to Istanbul, it leaves at 3.40 in the morning. And I was like, we got to get an airport hotel. Like, there's no way we're driving You're two hours. You're probably asleep, honestly. Yeah, much. no sleep. No sleep. But yeah, she's like, you'll just hop on that flight back to LAX and you'll be good. I'm like, I don't even fly <laughs> domestically alone, let alone. I booked an aisle, like, way in the back. I'm like, hopefully I just Pull pass out. out and go to bed and, yep. you know. Yeah. But she's she's acting like a veteran. <laughs> she kind of, I mean, she, you know, you've traveled yeah. the world a decent amount already. Yeah, pretty so. good. Uh, yeah. I have, but and she's so chill. She's there's, yeah. no, there's no stress. It's like eh, <laughs> miss my flight, whatever. A little turbulence. It's all good. The plane's going down. Yeah, it's all part of God's plan. It's fine. It's fine. They gave the exit row the instructions. We're great. Exactly. Right. <laughs> She'd be sitting there like, we're all gonna be okay, you guys. It's fine. <laughs> I need to take oh, take, it, take more of that. <laughs> you've played on some big stages already. I mean, you've played in uh, AVP. What's your best finish in AVP? Uh, New Orleans third. New Orleans. Yeah. So you've got AVP semi. Uh, you've won a U19 World Championship. You've won back to back national championships at USC. It's Has average. there been average. Has there been a, like one stage that's been bigger than the other, or have they like I don't know how you'd rank that. I feel like the I feel like the national championship is always like super hyped up, and it's mm-hmm. like you know it's on ESPN, which is cool, and you know everyone is super excited about it. So. And then this year we had like more fans. Last year it was kind of like restricted, like it was only friends and family, and you had a certain number of tickets, so it didn't feel as uh, big. But this year they had like stands, and it was full. And it's always I, I just feel like the the team aspect just adds a little more pressure. You're playing for you more people. You want to win, yeah. You yeah. play. You're not just playing for yourself. And if you lose, you're like, oh well, we, you know, that was me and my partner. It's like, oh no, I got to win for my team. So it's almost a little more pressure, a little more energy from that, I would say. But so that that was a big stage, especially last year with more people. Um, but then I think kind of the same with Worlds. It wasn't like a bunch of people, but it was 
also representing your country and you want to, mm-hmm. and same with like now, like, you know, playing for USA now, it's like you want to represent your country well and you want to do the best you can. And um, even though there might not be a lot of people watching, you can still feel the pressure, I feel mm-hmm. like. So yeah. the different stages kind of bring different opportunities and excitement and all that. But I would say national championships is definitely the most exciting, like nerve wracking, just because you want to do well for your team and yeah. you want to, you know, get that trophy and that ring and stuff. And then all the individual stuff, it's it's still really big. But like, I haven't played in like a final yet or something like that, where it's like, oh, you know, if I win this, I win it. So it's kind of like, um, I think once I get there, that might be like the biggest one. But for right now, I'd say nationals because I've played in a final and it's just always high stakes and um, super high energy and excitement. So yeah. Yeah, and it's so cool to watch on TV just as soon as one court ends, just watching the flood of oh, people. Runs to <laughs> the it's it's so fun. It's, it's such a cool vibe out so there. Cool. It's, yeah, it's the team aspect is awesome, and and it's 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 so different from like now because it's kind of like you're going against other USA teams, even though you're friends with them and you practice with them here. But then you get over there and it's like game on. But over there you have or at USC and college you have. You have a whole team, and you're like really, you're really rooting for each pair to win because you want to win. So it's it's totally different, and it's yeah. like there's well, nothing the like it. the rest of the AVP teams, you know, rush the court when right. someone wins the AVP? <laughs> <Yeah>. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be nice. Get some AVP, an AVP team. <laughs> How was it playing uh, Sarah and Therese? Because you guys share the same coach. Yeah, and obviously. You're friendly with them, but you have that kind of weird awkwardness where, like, you're trying to beat them in the rankings and yeah. trying to beat them in Turkey. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Like, that had to be kind of a, a funny vibe. Yeah, and it was funny because, like, the three practices that Emily and I had, we practiced against them because there wasn't that many teams. <laughs> of course you like, did. I think, yeah, so, and, like, we also practiced against them in, like, some of the fall practices that I when I went out in the morning. So they knew us very well, and we knew them pretty well, and Emily practiced against them a lot, too, when I wasn't there with, with her other partners, so... It was like the first game, I would say, was really like back and forth just because we kind of knew what was coming. And then the second game they played really, the second time we met them, we, they played really well and we didn't play quite as clean. But it's, yeah, I mean, they're, we're, we're friends off the court and they're very friendly and, and really mm-hmm. nice to me and supportive. And But yeah, you get on the court and you want to win. And, yeah. <laughs> and so Chris was kind of warming us both up and he's like, I'm sorry, I can't like give you a scouting report. And we're like, we know, it's all right. Yeah. Like, it's all right. It's part of the, it's part of the plan. So and part of the, you know, what you sign up for. So it was cool, and um, I think, yeah, they're they're super nice and off the court. We're, we're totally good, and yeah. but, yeah, when you get on there, cool. you want to you wanna compete. And, yeah. Yeah. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall of Scott Davenport's house of him just <laughs> really? watching that He's match. Just, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Chris, I think Chris was in the stands, like, nervous and probably, like, not cheering but kind of cheering, you know, yeah. and yeah. clapping for every play, you know, so it was, I know, it was awesome. every point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because you don't want to be one-sided, and he, he definitely was not, and it was it was awesome, but, yeah. That was good. Yeah. It'd be really funny, because, like, I think Scott's a believer that pretty much every time you get a block, it's also sort of an error on the offensive player. And be like, <laughs> if you get a block, it's like, great block, stupid swing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, good serve. What is that technique? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Well, Meg, you got a fun summer coming up. Yeah. So, so your excited. next move is Stad. Is Turkey. that the next one? Oh Turkey. yeah, Turkey. Turkey. Yeah. Jeez, I can't keep up. No, it's it's, it's a much. lot. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm so it's excited. gonna be so fun. And so mm-hmm. you guys leave when? The thirteenth. The thirteenth. So that, next, next not next Monday, the following, following Monday. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's so you got like, one whole week. Yeah. Here and this weekend. Of you guys one are playing Muskegon. No. Right. Not anymore. It was up okay. in the air for me, but yeah, yeah. Not anymore. Yeah. I was looking. At, um, one thing I'm really curious about the tour series is like, if you win an AVP tour series, like, will people, it's equivalent is, to like, is a that like, do people consider that an AVP win? Because it's it is under the AVP umbrella. I'm curious to see like what the players that's will true. think. Because it's technically an AVP event, but I think I feel like everyone it's more knows. like an AVP next. Like That's yeah. what I figured. Like I feel like it'd be treated more like a next, and you just get more money. Yeah. Like yeah. Jess and Molly, like that's a big deal to win that event that they're at. But it didn't. It wasn't that big of a. Like, right. It wasn't it was that big like of a deal. Yeah. Because it's because it's like a qualifier. Right. I think a tour series may be a bit more because you, yeah. you still get good money, but yeah. I think it's like the pro series and the gold series. That's like where all the hype's yeah. gonna be. Um, but those tour series events have really gnarly competition because yeah. now. Everyone from college is out, and anyone – I mean, there was definitely some pairs like, you know, Kelly Reeves and, and Fallon Fanol. Like, there's multiple girls who've had weddings or other things going on that they couldn't mm-hmm. do these first few yeah. events. So, like, 
it almost feels like everyone's trying to get back for Hermosa because it's the first hometown yeah. one. It's yeah. July, like it's summertime, and so that's gonna be that's gonna be a packed event. Um, so that's the, if whoever wins that, that's a that's a that's big a deal. Big one. Yeah. yeah, it's a big deal. But I don't think they'll treat it like a big deal because yeah. it's just another qualifier. It's I think it's gonna so. be pretty funny. Like in a couple years from now because the tour series are going to be on BVB. They're going to yeah. be like, damn, Logan Weber won like eight AVPs in <laughs> one year. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> like, man, he's better than Taylor Crabb. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, and you get AVP really good points. AVP win. Yeah, yeah exactly. really good points. It's like equivalent to a third or a fifth or something, a win. That's huge. Yeah. And you know what you get sneaky good points for is Norsecus. Dude, My, big Norsecus fan. Our second in Cuba is, is like the equivalent of like an 11th, which doesn't exist, but it's somewhere in between a 9th and a 13th yeah. in the AVP. I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Sick, <laughs> dude. I mean, yeah, that's awesome. I'm very grateful for La Paz and Aguas Calientes. Yeah. That's, so I'm just going to keep playing awesome. them. Keep playing. <laughs> Why not? Mm-hmm. Pretty close, right? Like, it's great. Cr- I mean, at least the ones in Mexico, I've yeah. only been to two. I've, he's been to a lot more, but yeah. the experiences we had and the ones that we, that we went to were incredible. Yeah. Like, and the, the food's covered. It's not always great, but you have food and you have free place to stay. And the events, both events were put on very well. Yeah. You know, I saw Taylor Crabs write up about the Dominican Republic <laughs> one. I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I getting myself into? Yeah. And then we went to August Calientes and it was like such a nice. cool experience. Yeah. Perfect. So yeah, when you go to Mexico, you're in you're in good shape. Yeah. They put on, I think, the best tournaments, mm-hmm. some of the best tournaments that I've been to. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And the fans show up. I mean, yeah. you were in La Paz. Oh, yeah. Freaking nuts. The, the Mexico that's, fans are crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. That's crazy. so fun. Yeah, you'll definitely have to get down there. Yeah. You need a Norseka adventure in your I life. Know, I know. I, I know. Really cool. like going I to You need to go to you need to go to La Paz and have roaches in your room and oh. your AC breaks. That's me and Meg Gebhardt did that. But it's like it's part of the Part of fun. Yeah. Hey, living. <laughs> get to hang out with Jake McNeil. My boy. That guy. Shout out, Jake. We're trying to get a wild card into a Swiss tour event. Oh, that'd be sick. Because <laughs> awesome. you can play with, you can have like kind of country mishmash. Yeah. And so we're trying to get into one. That'd be sick. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a sweet dude. Well, Meg, thanks for hanging out. I know you. you're crazy busy, Sav, you're crazy busy, so I'm glad we could get the crew together here. Yeah, this is awesome. Thank I'd do you. anything to hang out with you two on <laughs> yeah. Friday afternoon. Are you I kidding? Know, right? Come on. It's happy hour, Sav. <laughs> Shout out, Kona. It's my time. <laughs> happy hour started early. Perfect. Just keep rolling. Now, is there uh, anything else that you want to chat about that we might have missed? No, this is awesome. Thank you so much for having Thank me. Thank you follow, so much for coming. Follow along. Make craft throughout the summer. Yeah, we're going to do big uh, things. Where can the listeners find you? On like what? Social on like media? Instagram, wherever Instagram. they can follow along yeah. your journey. She's super active on her. I'm Instagram. not very active on Instagram, but Good for you. I'll try. <laughs> I always admire people like Miles Pertain doesn't have an doesn't Instagram. Have I'm like God, I just and I thought I couldn't love you anymore. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just, yeah. Just has Miles been on the podcast? No, I keep trying to get him on, but he, you know, he's like busy being a Jedi. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Seriously>. literally, <laughs> and and he, if you can get him on the podcast and get him talking, like. It's so funny because Miles, like, me and him, he is, like, kind of chatty when I get to talk to him. Yeah, no, he He is. is. He is. Like, once you get to know him and he's comfortable around you, he'll, like, be pretty chatty. Yeah. Because he's so passionate. Yeah. He just, like, wants to geek out with you about it. But I'm like, listen, I will nerd out with you all day long, man. Yeah. (laughs) So he's the next project to get on. Yeah. Next teenage wonder kid. (laughs) Teenage miracle. (laughs) Teenage specimen. Yeah. Oh, well, Meg, congrats on a great finish in Thank New Orleans. You. Congrats on all the success. Really, I mean, world champ, national champ. Like, you've been having a pretty good year. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's been fun. <laughs> very lucky. Very good blessed. luck the rest Aww. of the year. Kick ass in Turkey, you two. Thanks. Yeah, we're excited. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, squad. Appreciate Cheers. it.